Biomedicals, as promised, M4PG will give lectures every week. So today's topic is diabetic ketoacidosis management. Uh, Straight, uh, we'll uh, discuss the diabetic ketoacidosis management in hospital setting. You know, it's a common uh, uh, that uh, diabetic ketoacidosis present, uh, present in the patient and they present in the hospital. So let's start. Now, before uh, telling about diabetic ketoacidosis, let's discuss what is the factors that precipitate it. Like it can be failure to take insulin, failure to increase insulin, like uh, in illness, pneumonia, uh, myocardial infraction, stroke, acute stress, like trauma is more emotional, and medical stress, uh, which uh, counter-regulates the hormones, oppose insulin, and stimulate glucagon release. Hypovolemia also sometimes uh, leads to diabetic ketoacidosis, like increases glucagon and catecholamines, decreased renal blood flow, and decreased glucagon degraded by the kidney. Uh, we can say the DKA, DKA, diabetic ketoacidosis, will be defined when the three presentations will be there. And we can also add hyperosmolarity. The main three components uh, that leads to DKA are hyperglycemic, which will be blood glucose level will be more than 250 mg per DL. And ketosis, that will be present in your urine and uh, blood. Ketones will be present. And acidemia, that is pH, will be less than 7.3. Background would be less than 15 mq uh, per L and hyperosmolarity, which I am keeping it at fourth point because the three above points are more important. Now the patient will come with signs and symptoms when he will be presented with DKR like polyuria, polydipsia, dehydration, uh, tracheoidian or, or orthostasis, you can say, and uh, orthostasis and tracheoidia can be seen by the dehydration presentation. And abdominal plane, which will be uh, leading to nausea, vomiting, fruity, fruity breath in there. When the patient will come, you can smell the fruity breath in them, uh, which is due to the acetone, cosmal breathing, and mental status changes like the patient will be in there like drunk or coma or competitive. The above we discussed the signs and symptoms. Now, what is the physical finding in the patient? There will be tachycardia, dehydration, as we can see. Uh, hypotension also, and tachypnea, cosmal breathing, respiratory distress, and footy odor due to the acetone. Abdominal tenderness will be there, uh, which may resemble like acute bronchitis or surgical abdomen. And lethargy, the, or lethargy, the patient will be presenting lethargy, very fatigue, like uh, a coma and cerebral edema. Now we can say uh, why the role of insulin is there in decay, because uh, insulin only transport of uh, glucose into a muscle and adipose. And it can also inhibit lipolysis and absence of insulin can lead to glucose accumulate in the blood and use amino acid for glucogenesis, convert fatty acid into ketone bodies, acetone and acetoacid. So you can see the uh, ketone bodies in the blood and urine in decay patient. Now we can we need to differentiate decay and HHS. Now you'll say decay is uh, diabetic ketoacidosis, but it's HHHS. HHHS we'll uh, discuss later. That is hyperosmolar, hyperglycemic, uh, non-ketoic uh, state or syndrome. Now the both will be present uh, similarly, but the main difference will be glucose in decay patient will be 250 to 600, but in HHS that is hyperosmolar, hyperglycemic state will be more than 600 to or 1200 mg per DL, and the sodium will be 
in DK 125 to 135, but in HS it will be more. Potassium will be normal to increased, but in HS it will be normal. Osmolarity will be 300 to 320, but in HS it is more. And the main difference is here, plasma ketone. In DK it will be more, but in HS it will be slightly less or more and sometimes maybe absent. Bicarbonate will be, uh, in DK it will be less than 15 MeQ per L and in HS it will be slightly uh, in the lower side. But here is the main difference again. DK arterial pH will be 6.8 to 7.3, but in HHS it will be more than 7.3. You can see the two, three differences. And arterial PCO2 also 20 to 30, it will be you know, uh, in HHS it will be normal, and angle will be increased. And in HHS it will be normal or slightly increased, but the main difference will be ketones and the pH level and the glucose, the main three components. Now, if as I have told about the HHS, told about the HHS, let me uh, describe some of the HHS points so that it will be helpful for you for different setting. In HHS, there will be severely dehydration, and the the patient position will be supine or the orthostatic hypotension like presentation, and the patient will be confusion in confusion, and the neurological finding you can see seizures, hemiparesis, hyperreflexia, or generalized areflexia. As I have told, the main three difference will be. Uh, Glucose will be more than 600 mg per DL. Sodium will be slightly normal elevated. Potassium will be normal elevated. Bicarbonate will be more. And the uh, osmolarity will be more than 320 uh, MOSM per L. And the main difference, ketones. Ketones will be not present here, but in decay, ketones will be the main component. And uh, uh, we can uh, cure that in the same way, uh, like decay. But here, NS need to give rapidly because we need to fulfill the dehydration rapidly. Uh, but it will be not uh, good if I don't tell you decay treatment, but saying you directly about HHS. So let's go into decay treatment. And uh, just for your information, I told the HHS uh, treatment. Now, how to treat decay? The main topic starts now, the management of decay in your hospital settings. Uh, previously, I gave some uh, short history, how what is decay and everything. Now, coming to the management of decay, how can we manage? Initially, we'll replace the fluid electrolytes, give IV insulin therapy, watch the complication, treat the goals, and once resolved, we uh, give home insulin regimen. Now, let's start. Now, for uh, diagnosing and confirming, we'll send the blood reports of patient and find out what is the CBC, serum ketone or uh, urine ketone and sugar, blood sugar, alcohol serum osmolarity and anion gap, and urine assistant, urine culture. Consider the blood culture and uh, consider chest radiography. It is also important and acid base management. Now, what is the guideline? When we take the admission, as you know, we did CBC, blood glucose, electrolyte, creatinine level, urine ketone, plasma ketone, and ABG, arterial blood gas. Now, secure two IV lines. Line one, give 10 units of human regular insulin, IV bolus. 15 to 50 ml of NS normal saline plus 50 units of HAI infuse as per our ICU setting and the insulin protocol. Line two will be IV fluid replacement. Usually normal saline plus potassium replacement at the rate we can give 200 ml per hour. Rate of insulin to be less and EF is low. And for, for four hours monitor ABG and potassium two hourly. Line one continues insulin injection. Uh, as we have secured the two IV lines. And line two, continue IV fluid. 
can shift to half NS in case of hypernatremia. And same way, we, we have to do the potassium replacement. Change to high percent dextrose when the blood glucose drops to 200 mg per dl. As it is more than uh, like uh, 250, we give the insult treatment. Now, when the, uh, the blood glucose level decreased to 200 mg per dl, we started giving 5% dextrose. Start KCL with 40 meq per L of IV fluid if serum potassium is less than 3.5 meq per L or if urine output is good and blood glucose is dropping. Now, for four hours we did after four to 24 hours what you have to do monitor abc and potassium four hourly and the two iv line we have opened line was we have to continue with adjust uh, insulin infusion rate as per our icu protocol here icu2 is written as per our hospital setting so as our protocol we have to do and maintain the blood sugar between 140 to 180 mg per dl and in line two we have to give ns or five percent dextrose iv to correct half of calculated fluid requirement or KCL 40 mg EQ per L of IV fluids. Now, as 24 hour, one day has gone. After one day, what we have to do, repeat CBC, electrolyte creatinine once per day. And in line one, we have to continue giving IV infusion as per our ICU protocol of hospital. And line two, we have to reduce IV fluid when able to return fluid orally. As the patient will start uh, oral diet, we have to reduce the IV fluid. And after 48 hours, shift to the oral fluids start multi-dose insulin regimen, subcut as per split dose given by the, our diabetologist and our endocrinologist. Potassium therapy in DK, what you have to do? Do serum uh, potassium initially every two hours for four hours, every four hours and next 12 hours or 12 hours thereafter. Initial serum potassium is low, high or normal. If initially potassium is low, give 40 MEQ per KCL, per output is adequate more than 50 ml per hour when the potassium will drop uh, precipitously after two to four hours of treatment and successful lowering of blood glucose continue 40 meq of lkcl of iv fluid administered bicarbonate therapy in dk is important give bicarbonate only if ph is less than 7.2 give high of the calculated dose and give sodium bicarbonate diluted in ns or five percent dextrose in ratio of one is to four like bicarbonate one part and saline four part uh, over one year, for one hour, we have to give. And we have to monitor the ketone, keep monitoring the ketone. Urine ketone to be measured four hours initially for 12 hours, followed by six hours hourly for 12 hours, followed by eight hourly till disappearance of the ketone from the urine. Other important point we have to remember, like treat the underlying cause of decay, which can be acute migraine infection, infection, sepsis, stroke, etc. that we have told the precipitating factor which can lead to the decay. We have to uh, check and uh, treat these causes also. Urine ketone will decrease initially but reappear thereafter before the final reduction because of conversion of acetoacetate to beta-hydroxybutyrate. Avoid NaHCO3 uh, therapy until pH is less than 7.2 to avoid, avoid cerebral edema as this can cause the cerebral edema. So better to avoid. Now, what can be the complication of DKA, which it can lead to infection, which can precipitate to decay, fever, leukocytosis in secondary to acidosis, soak, if not improving by fluid, rule out the MI, soak can be there, vascular thrombosis, severe dehydration, 
cerebral vessel cerebral vessel occur hour to hour after decay pulmonary edema can be there result of aggressive fluid resuscitation cerebral edema first 24 hours the complication can be mental stress change and if there is cerebral edema give manitol as you know it is a standard treatment if cerebral edema is there give manitol may recur in intubation with hyperventilation also if there is cerebral edema so how do we prevent decay in early setting we have to guide the patient when they visit for consultation we have to uh, make aware about the decay and everything never omit insulin we have to ask them never omit insulin cut long acting in half prevent dehydration and hypoglycemia be dehydrated ask patient to be always dehydrated and uh, uh, never uh, ask them to take low uh, sugar because it can lead to hypoglycemia so it would be ma maintained for normal level monitor blood sugar frequently monitor for ketosis provide supplementary fast acting insulin treat underlying triggers maintain contact with medical team like they have to do checkup and everything uh, in regular basis so this is all thank you hope you are understood with uh, dka if uh, any issues you can post in our m4pg group and uh, visit regularly m4pg.com for uh, quiz and more lectures and our youtube channel for more lectures also we'll be posting all these notes and pdf in our m4pg notes group and never forget to join the m4pg telegram group and thank you from www.m4pg.com thank you hope you understood that diabetic ketosis management in honda hospital setting